0: Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience, where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Welcome to the lively stone temple experience i am your co-host brother william Dolby. we are one church in four locations you can visit livelystonetemple.org this message has been previously recorded on august the 22nd 2021 bringing forth the word of god is elder joseph lee taylor jr i have no idea what the message is going to be about but one thing i do know is that we have demonic teachings and false doctrines all over the place Study to show thyself approved, so that way you will be able to identify demonic teachings and false doctrines. Read the Bible for yourself. Search the scriptures for yourself. I want to read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 of the New Living Translation, and it reads, Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Amen. Yeah, read the Bible for yourself. Search the scriptures. Amen. Study to show that self approved. Okay. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. We love you and God bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah. Touch yourself and say,
1: he led me here. He led me here. That's why I'm here. He led me here. He helped me to get here. Amen. Amen. How many of you know you've made it here on his help? Hallelujah. God, help somebody this morning as I minister, God. Allow me to minister to the needs of your people, Jesus. Let them be able to leave here saying that it was worth the trip. And they were glad that they came, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you thank God for the Holy Ghost? How many of you are glad to be here? How many of you can feel the presence of the Lord in this place? Oh! How many of you can feel him in here? Oh God, I came, I came to lift up the name of Jesus, and I came to encourage the saints this morning. How many of you? How many of you know that we are in a season where we, we really need God's help? Amen. I, I want you to turn to the book of Acts with me, Acts chapter twenty-six. I, I dabbled in this last week on the conference call, and I wanna I wanna di- I wanna dive into it a little bit more. Is that all right, y'all? Do y'all mind? Uh, amen. Thank you, Deacon Evans. Is that all right if I dive into this again? All right, digging dope, is that okay? All right, right, good, good, good. Acts chapter 26, and we're going to start at verse number, let's start at verse number uh, 19, no, 26. Let's start at verse number 26, amen? Excuse me, verse 8, Acts chapter 26, verse 18, and we will read down to verse number 22. It says, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. For these causes, for these causes, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. They wanted to kill me because I was telling people to be saved. Amen. And be saved the Bible way. Amen. Anybody glad to be saved this morning? Amen. Amen. It says, having therefore obtained help of somebody, shout help. Help. Shout it. Say help. help. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both the small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning. How about the Lord? is The Lord is helping you. And I want to talk to you. The Lord wants to help you. Let's talk about help this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I look at the climate and the time that we are in. And this is uh, the adversary wants us to believe that the day that we are in, Sister Zimmerman, is a time where we should lose faith and lose heart. Amen. And we should grow weary and, and grow tired. So tired. So until we will abandon our convictions in the faith, we abandon the very thing that brought us over to this side. That's what the adversary wants. One thing I've learned about the devil is that he's a masterful manipulator of the mind. He's a masterful manipulator of the mind. He, he, he wants to get after the thing that you are attached to. He wants to get after the thing that you depend on, but he know he can't attack God. He can't do it, he, he, he can't whoop our God. And so what he does, being the God of this world, he uses things like the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life to entice you away from that which is your help. Yes, Jesus. Amen, what the big problem with Adam and Eve in the garden, was when she went the way of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life, they got away from the thing that was their help. And that thing that was their help was our Lord, our Savior Jesus Christ, it was God, amen. And and once they found themselves disobedient to the commandment of God, they put distance between them and their help. And they immediately began to try to craft ways to help themselves. That's why they covered themselves because they, were, they found out that they were naked. They immediately begin to try to adopt help from themselves when prior to the fall, God was all the help that they needed. And that is a trick of the adversary to get you to believe that once you've messed up, you're too distant away from help To get help from God amen and and, but that is certainly not the case because God is not so far away that he cannot be reached as a matter of fact in one place he said my word is nigh unto thee even where in thy mouth and sometimes all you've got to do is remind yourself of the word that God has spoken and be and be fortified in the help that he has already given you That way you will not abandon your God-given convictions and abandon the place of help that he has given you when you are in trouble. You will remember that Psalm 46 and 1 has declared that God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Trouble will arise. We're looking at what's going on in Afghanistan right now. And there are several people over there who still are determined to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. In the face of the Taliban. I read a quote on Facebook yesterday that in Afghanistan, there are some people right now that are willing to die for the faith. And there are people over here that are willing to sit home for it. My God. There are people that won't even come out their house now. There are people in Afghanistan in the face of COVID, in the face of a regime change, in the face of the Taliban coming in. They have The Taliban has already found underground apostolic churches over there in Afghanistan has, and they've murdered them. They've killed them. They've slaughtered them for the cause of Christ. And we are so blessed over here that we forget the fact that the same thing could happen to us any day now. And it is incumbent upon us to always remember that whether you're in Afghanistan or America, the only thing that is sustaining you and keeping you is the help of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't you ever, ah, don't you ever forget that it is Jesus that brought you where you are. Don't you ever forget that it is Jesus that has helped you. From the very, from the very time of the fall, we see that man was thrusted into a position where he would need help and a dramatic assistance from God. Because God created man to be in relationship with him Deacon Doby. And the worst thing that you can do when you're walking this earth is to walk this earth without a relationship with God. I wouldn't doubt, no wonder David prayed, Lord whatever you do take not thine Holy Spirit away from me. I don't care if you got to whoop me, just stay with me. I don't care if you got to correct me Jesus just stay with me. I don't care if you've got to chastise me, Jesus, please just stay with me. I, I, I don't, I don't want to wake up in the morning and know that he's not going to talk to me. I don't want to walk around every day and not have communion and fellowship with Jesus Christ. One of my favorite songs is Communion, Communion. To fellowship with you is what I long to do. Communion, sweet communion. Lord, I long to commune with you. That is my heart's desire. David said it this way. One thing have I desired of the Lord and that will I seek after that I might dwell in the house of the Lord forever to behold his beauty. Hallelujah. And it is a beautiful thing to be in relationship with God and it is a beautiful thing to know that he is your strength, your refuge, and your fortress. And don't you ever ever, 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 ever can I tell you something? Jesus has done too much for you for you to quit on him and for you to give up on him. If Jesus were to sit you down for about five minutes and, and show you the stuff that he spared you from on your way to church this morning, you would lose your mind and be terrified. The devil has already approached God and said, can I get him? Can I get her? Can I take her out? And God said, step back and keep your hands to yourself, devil. That one is mine. That one is mine. I'm helping her get to church. I'm helping them get to church. I'm helping them lift his hands. I'm helping them dance. I'm helping them sing. Ah, God, 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 keep on being my help. Keep on being my help. I don't know. I don't know how i do it if he didn't help me, sister. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't stop. I, I, can't. I woke up Thursday morning and got ready to go to work. And the moment my foot hit the floor, hallelujah, uh, my, 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 my uh, sciatic nerve began to act up. And I couldn't even hardly walk. I began to take baby steps across the floor and I went to work and it got worse and I went to work the next day that Friday and it got worse and I went to praise team practice yesterday with my back still stiff and I came in the door this morning <laughs> hallelujah and I let the saints know what was going on with me. And immediately, Deacon Zimmerman, God bless you. Deacon Evans, God bless you. They came and grabbed me. And they began to pray for me. And they laid hands on me. And I don't feel an inch of pain in my back no more. I don't feel an inch of nerve pain, a pinched nerve in my back no more. The pain has gone. The pain has subsided. Why? Because God put help in his church. Oh, uh, what kind of help you talk about today? And they shall lay hands on the And they shall recover because God is putting help back in His church. How about y'all? see by. Oh, aren't you so glad? Uh, uh, ain't God in his church. Hallelujah. He has not abandoned us. Uh, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Lo, I am with you always. Wherever I go, he's right there. I heard Paul say in one place, notwithstanding, God stood by me. What he notwithstanding means in spite of. I was sick, but God stood by me. I was afraid but God stood by me I was confused but God stood by me I was lost but God stood by me I was in sin but God stood by me I was hurt and I was crying, but the only reason I made it out with my head held up is because God stood by me he's been my lift up your head oh ye gates and me he lifted up the everlasting doors and the King of glory shall come in Ah, hallelujah! You got every reason to you got every reason to be glad because God is your helper. Can I tell you why you need help, saints of God? Because the devil has a very organized kingdom that is strategizing every day on how to get you out of the faith. Can I tell you the Bible calls Satan the God of this world, and he is the spirit of the Antichrist that now works in the children of disobedience, and in his kingdom the devil has what he calls principalities. And a principality is a particular locale or a location (laughs) that has been set up by the adversary in order to influence you against God. And in that principality has what he calls a prince that is in charge of that principality that has been given the task to to institute a very specific spirit in your area. That's why you can go to an area, a city, and everybody there is on drugs and you go to another city and everybody there is in prostitution and you go to another city and the LGBTQ is in control because there is a prince demon that has built a principality in that area that is trying to influence you against God. Don't you remember when Daniel prayed in the Old Testament and the angel came to him and said, we heard you the first time you prayed but the prince of Persia fought me when I came to get your prayers and the prince of Grecia left his post to come all the way over there and fight against Daniel one man who fasted and prayed to fight against his prayers hallelujah and within the principality you also have a high place and this is where you find every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ the devil's kingdom is very. Organized and within the high place now, other than that, we also have in there what we call strong men. Because you remember in Matthew chapter 12, where Jesus said that no man can go into a man's house and spoil his home and bind him, and spoil his home, except he first bind the strong man. And then that same chapter says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he goes into dry places seeking rest, and having found none, he says. I'll go back into my house Uh huh. he wants to come back and he's going to bring seven demons with him worse than he is and the condition of that person now is worse than it was before so seven demons are under a strong man a hundred demons are under a centurion mm-hmm. and uh, at, at least six thousand demons are under a legion and in one man they said we are many huh? ah, that's what's going on, that's what you're fighting against every single day, that's what fighting against you every single day. And do you know why you have not been consumed by it? The Bible declares that it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Oh! That we are not consumed, because His compassion fail not. They are brand new to us, Lord. every single day. Wherefore, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. It's time for you to take on the help that He's given you. He's giving you a helmet of salvation to help you. He's giving you a breastplate of righteousness to help you. He's giving you the sword of the Spirit to help you. He's giving you the shield of faith to help you. And He's let your loins be girded about with truth for your help and he's let your feet be sharp the preparation of the gospel of peace so that he can help you God is determined to help his people God is determined to help the church he is going to help you somebody lift your hand up right now and say he's helping me he's helping me he's helping me he's helping me I got nothing to fear because he's helping me Hallelujah. And so when we read throughout what the adversary's kingdom is organized against us to do, this is what we must understand now, is that this is the fight that's against us. And so as much as Christ suffered in the flesh, you've got to arm yourself likewise. You've got to be ready to fight like he did. But we fight differently than the adversary because we've got help. We've got help from the Lord Jesus Christ. Man has always needed help. In the Old Testament, God gave the tabernacle to help mankind to atone for his sins. But the apostle Paul declared in the book of Hebrews that the priests were daily ministering in the temple, offering sacrifices, sacrifices of which could not take away sin. Nothing in the tabernacle design would take away my sin. It would only atone for it. It could not take sin away. But I'm so glad that when John was baptized, in the river Jordan and Jesus showed up. He said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. What were you saying John? He stood in the river and said your help has arrived. Hallelujah. Ah, Do you remember when your help arrived? Do you remember when your help arrived? Do you remember when he helped you through every single situation that you thought you would never get out of? I know the saints go through stuff that we never thought we would ever come out of but here you are now with your bad sanctified self standing on the other side of the River Jordan looking back saying see what the Lord has done count your many blessings and see what the Lord has done if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side the enemy would have swallowed me up but thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory shout hallelujah in here Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so, Paul, the apostle Paul is such an individual that capitalized upon the help of God. Can I tell you something? Before before Paul was saved, he was Saul the Pharisee. He was Saul the member of the Sanhedrin court. And he was one that was breathing out threatenings against God's church. He got letters from the high priest uh to go out and arrest the saints of God, the people of this new way, this new issue, this Jesus stuff and what he did not understand is that in his sin what he really needed was help from the people that he was going to arrest and that he was going to bind in chains and fetters of iron yeah he needed their help can I tell you all something this morning don't trip when folk treat you crazy don't you trip when folk hurt your little feelings they need your help are you going to be the one to fast for them are you going to be the one to pray for them somebody fasted for you. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody laid hands on you. It's time for us to get the mind frame that even when folk wear up against us, we don't even have to trip because we've got help. Because when my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Hallelujah. And so Paul gets help. He's standing before King Agrippa and he's getting a uh, he's been arrested for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, we're, we're almost there, y'all. The Lord is soon to return. You see what's going on in Afghanistan? You better preach this gospel while you got a chance. You better witness while you got a chance. You better study your word before they take your Bibles away. You better have this thing written in your heart so that you might not sin against the Lord. You better have help on the Inside, too many people got help on the outside, but don't nobody got help on the inside. You shout right, you dance right, you sing right, you look the part, but on the inside you're like dead men's bones. Ain't nothing going on on the inside. Jesus said these men were washed like whites sepulchres, poker's, and they looked beautiful on the outside, but nothing was going on on the inside. He said in one place in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men, and in another place he said. Hallelujah! He said. Uh, he said that you 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 worship me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. You've got to get this thing in your heart. You've got to get this thing in your heart. If Jesus is going to help you, He's going to help you from the heart out. He's going to help you from the inside out, and that's where your strength is going to come from. And Paul has had his heart changed on the road to Damascus. He said that he saw he saw he saw a bright light around midday, brighter than the midday sun and then knocked them off of his high horse, off of his beast. And Paul fell down and from that bright light the Lord began to talk to him. And Paul said, who art thou Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus. Paul, don't you know that it's hard for you to kick against the prince? And Paul asked that famous question, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord told King, Paul told King Agrippa that the Lord told me that he set me aside as an apostle to the Gentiles, so that I may preach repentance and forgiveness of sins unto them, so that they might turn their eyes from darkness into this marvelous light. He said to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. But this did not come without opposition, sister. Paul went through a whole lot. The Bible lets us know in Philippians when Paul records what he's been through in Corinthians, he said he said several times I've been abandoned and shipwrecked in the deep, but the Lord helped me. He said several times I've been flogged, but the Lord helped me. Several times I've been arrested, but the Lord helped me. Several times I did not know where my next meal was going to come from, but the Lord helped me. He said several times, several times, people have plotted to take my life away, but the Lord helped me several times, several times. I I didn't know. I, I had to testify once uh, that when I would do good, evil is present with me. And the only reason I made it out is because the Lord helped me. Uh, anybody even here ever been in a situation like that where sin was in your mind and you had your mind made up to do it and you were complex, you were fighting. There was a struggle going on on the inside. You were crying in your house, laid out on the floor saying, God, I don't want to do it. God, I don't want to do it Lord. God help me Jesus That out of nowhere the Lord put strength into your heart and stop you from doing that thing that would defile your heart, that would defile your body, that would defile your soul. I know the only reason you made it out of that is because God helped you hallelujah and Paul begins here to, to testify to King Agrippa that the only said now after all that I've been through hallelujah uh, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me but he said having therefore obtained help of God I continue until this very day I know that Paul was a man who needed to be converted out of his sins much like we were Paul was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Paul had to say just like we did that in sin did my mother and father conceive me. Paul had to say just like we said that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Paul had to say just like we said that the soul that sinneth it shall surely die. Paul was just like it was in Ezekiel that when God passed by him and saw him polluted in his own blood. God said unto him, live. God did not leave him to die in his mess. Aren't you so glad that God did not to die in your mess but when he found you lying he said live on anyway when he found you fornicating he said live on anyway when he found you drunkard when he found you addicted to drugs somebody couldn't put down the bottle, somebody couldn't quit cussing but the Lord said live on if you wait on me for a little while longer, I'm going to come and I'm going to save you, I'm going to come and help you, and so God looked at the condition of mankind one day and he said unto himself when I could not find any intercessor to go down and do the job for me he said with my own arm I brought salvation unto men God said can't nobody do this job but me the task is too gargantuan the task is too great so God began to talk to the prophets and Isaiah began to write one day he said I see some help coming what does it look like Isaiah he said behold a virgin shall conceive and be with child and she shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us Isaiah, what else do you see? You telling me that the woman that never knew a man is going to give birth to a child? Isaiah said, yes, Taylor, that's what I'm telling you. Well, what kind of child is it going to be? He said, unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. For his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the increase of his government. There shall be no end. He shall be. He called the Prince of Peace this son is coming and what is he coming to do he's coming to bring me some help I'm so glad that God thought about me even before the very foundation of the world he said that boy is stupid that boy is a fool that is gonna make shipwreck of his life I got to step in and help I got to step in and help and so God said he said Moses couldn't do it cuz he was a murderer he Elijah couldn't do it because he was too scary. Jeremiah couldn't do it because he was a crybaby. All the other prophets—Hosea couldn't do it because he was married to a prostitute. Abraham couldn't do it because he lied about who his wife was. All these men Noah could not do it because he was found to be a drunkard after the waters had subsided off the earth. Who is it that can be the spotless, sinless lamb that can come down and make atonement for my sins? Two. that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses toward them and have committed unto us the ministry of reconciliation who is it that's going to come and deliver me and bring me some help in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the same was in the beginning with God all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and that life was the light of men. That light shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not and the word became among us, hallelujah, and we called him Jesus. Beware now, lest any man spoil you through vain deceit and philosophy after the rudiments of this world. For in him, in Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All that I need is in Jesus. Who else suffered, bled, and died for you? He died to help you. He suffered to help you. He was whipped to help you. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes I am healed. You are healed. What are you saying? I'm saying that my help has arrived. Over two thousand years ago, they hung him high and they stretched him wide. He hung his head for me and he died. My help is in the Lord. I. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. All of my help come from the Lord. Shout hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And so the apostle Paul stands in front of a gripper and he says, Let me let you know the gospel got me here. His death brought me here. His burial brought me here. His resurrection brought me here. Jesus is helping me. So let me encourage every one of you under the sound of my voice this morning. If you can just remember that Jesus is going to help you, you'll make it. up, everybody. Stand up on your seat and let's begin to bless God. He's been your help. He's been your help. He's been your help. He's your help. He's your help. Only after obtaining help from God, do I continue. He's helping me raise my hands. He's helping me sing my song. He's helping me shout hallelujah. He's helping me dance. God is my help. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah. 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 I don't want to go without his help. I don't want to move without his help. I don't want to live without his help. I don't want to sing without his help. I don't want to shout without his help. I don't want to play an in instrument without his help. I don't want to come to church another day if God ain't helping us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody tired of church as usual? Anybody tired of just coming out of habit? Anybody tired of just doing things from day to day and being mundane and, re- and repetitious for no reason at all? Anybody want the help of God to explode in this ministry? Yes, <laughs> Jesus. yes, Jesus. Don't you let the circumstances of the day trick you out of your health. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you let the circumstances of the day trick you out of your help. Anybody who's watching this, if you can hear me, the devil wants you to abandon your help. But this is not the season to abandon your help in God. Can I go ahead and take it a step further? There's never a season for you to abandon your help in God. Hope thou in God is what the psalmist declared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless God. I bless God. I know he's been my help, Dick Doby, He's helped me so many times. God, he's helped me so many times. I want everyone in here to do me a favor, because Jesus deserves this. I want you to think of a time that you know that God shown enough help you, and I, as soon as it comes to your mind, I want you to just open your mouth and start blessing God. Go ahead. Yes, Hallelujah! God, God, God! Hallelujah! What oh, Baba Shaddayabo! You've been my help. You've been my help. You've been my. You've been my help. 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 Been my help. You could have died in the car accident, but he helped you. You could have died of your disease, but he helped you. Your child could have been taken out, but he helped you. Deacon W, driving that truck up and down them highways every day. You know how you made it back. You made it back on the help of God. You made it back on the help of God. Deacon Evans, when your son did not die in that car accident, do you know why he still lives? because God helped them because Mommy and Daddy was sitting up all night, praying prayers unto the Lord, saying, God keep my baby, God keep my son, God spare his life, God give him a chance to be saved again. Nobody helped you but Jesus. I hear the devil, man. I hate the devil. I hear him. I know he's trying to convince people that in this day that there's no help for you. Many there be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You're my glory and the lifter up of my head. What would I do without His help? Hallelujah. We're gonna pray a prayer, and then we're gonna be done father in the name of Jesus I'm believing you for your help to break out in this ministry there is a principality that needs to be taken down and it can only be taken down through spiritual warfare ah God only only when the prince of of Persia was fighting against Daniel's prayers and the prince of Grisha left. The only reason the prince of Grisha abandoned his post is because one man decided to fast and pray. Is there anybody in here, God, that you can anoint for the fast, that you can anoint for the prayer to tear down this prince? We're doing too much witnessing for folk not to receive the Holy Ghost. Folk getting baptized in Jesus' name and disappearing and we never see them again. There's a demonic influence around here our church being vandalized there's a demonic influence around here the devil hates this ministry the devil hates the gospel but Father in the name of Jesus I know that you're anointing us right now God to go forth and conquer and we will fight the good fight of faith and we will lay hold on eternal life in the name of Jesus God anoint someone for the fast anoint someone for the prayer anoint someone for the fast I speak it to everyone in here right now you will fast You will pray You will be strong You will be a conqueror You're more than a conqueror You've got the power If you've got the faith God's got the power anoint this ministry God anoint everyone in here you anoint us to put the work in we got to put the work in Monday through Sunday we've got to put the work in anoint someone convict someone in their heart to fast wake us up out of our sleep God so that we might be able to pray hallelujah in the name of Jesus God what are we saying we're saying we're tired of doing things through our own plans we're tired of doing doing things our way we're tired of human ingenuity God We need a dramatic divine intercession. We need a dramatic assistance uh, from only you, Jesus. uh, And you are the only one that can do it. God, you must be our helper. Help us to go on.
0: Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.